The stronger the body, the stronger you are as a leader. Fitness has been an integral part of my life for close to 20 years. It's helped me heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And in recent years, it's greatly improved my leadership. In this episode, I share more about my fitness journey, the science behind building reps, the four components of your well-being, and how devotion to fitness can really, truly make you a better leader. Now, if you have any questions about this episode or you want to share your takeaways or share your fitness journeys with me, please shoot me a text message at 1781-336-0160. Just remember to mention the episode number, episode number 189. That number and more will be in the show notes. And if you dig this podcast and you want to receive weekly leadership advice, then please join my leader, my sorry, my email community at rubyframon.com forward slash subscribe. Now, whether you're a loyal thought leader or a brand new listener, please take a moment right now to download a few episodes and drop a rating and review on iTunes. If you've already done that, thank you so much. I am seeing and reading all the reviews and loving them. I appreciate you for listening. And of course, ask that if you dig this podcast, please share it with a friend and help me get this podcast and this message to more leaders around the world. Now it is time to talk about how fitness can make you a better leader. Welcome to today's Thought Leader, where I'm challenging you to rise up, speak up, and create a movement. I'm your host, Ruby Fremont, and I'm here as a catalyst for you, the new generation of thought leaders. I'm a kick-ass life coach, a bullshit detector, and courageous communicator. I'll show you how to gain visibility, build a cult following, and create impact while increasing your income. Join me every week as I dive into raw and real conversations that will help you amplify your presence, influence, and impact. It's time to unapologetically do what you're here to do and do it your way. So get ready, thought leaders, and let's make shit happen. Hey, thought leaders, it is August 2020, and I'm happy to report that my six-pack is almost fully present. Yes. It's almost there. I've been slowly, slowly brewing this six pack with my trainer, Jesse. And it's been quite an incredible journey. And in fact, I want to talk about today how fitness has actually improved my leadership. I believe that fitness is the number one tool for personal development. I also believe that it's an exceptional tool for leadership development. And for many, it's a gateway into the space of personal development, improvement on all fronts. It's a gateway because once you learn how you can actually take charge of your body and make it do things that it didn't once do before, you start to unravel from the beliefs that you've been carrying that have held you back in so many ways. All the, I can't do this because dot, dot, dot. All of the things that you've been told you shouldn't 
or cannot do. All of that starts to dissolve when you start to learn how to take charge of your body and use it in ways that you never used to use it before. So I want to rewind. Well, first of all, if you've been following me on Instagram, on social media, you have been seeing this hashtag Operation Six Pack, but there's so much more to this story. So I want to rewind and go back in time uh, and share with you my personal story and evolution with fitness. So it all really began in 2003. Prior to 2003, I had always, well, I shouldn't say always, actually. Um, I think it was around the age of, yeah, actually, you know what? Prior to 2003, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think I really worked out. So (laughs) that's that. Um, So in 2003, I started my fitness journey. Um, And what happened there was um, I was scouted by a modeling agent while I was working my job at the time, which was a bank teller. So someone literally came up to deposit checks into their business account and then did the whole spiel of like, are you a model? I run an agency. I'd love to have you come into the office and all this shit. So long story short, I entered the modeling scene and really started ramping up my workouts. But in 2003, I wouldn't say I was unhealthy in, with my relationship with working out, but it was a little on the extreme side. Um, I ate really well at that point in time. I was taking care of uh, my body by eating whole, real foods. That was kind of also when I started doing that by you know really taking care of my diet and uh, committing to eating well um, to heal my body. And so when I started working out, um, I really got into it. I really loved it. It gave me something that I felt was missing in my life. Uh, It gave me space to just be on my own, to think. It um, helped me blow off steam, which helped me uh, dive deeper into my thoughts to free up my creative energy. And it also offered me... um, an opportunity to challenge myself in ways that I had never, ever challenged myself. Uh, That was when I started first working out with the trainer. And I remember that trainer. I mean, this feels like lifetimes ago. And for some of you listening, um, oh my God, some of you listening, this might even be the year you were born. Holy shit, I am fucking old. Okay, so... (laughs) 2003. I digress. 2003. And that was when I first started working out with phys- uh, with um, fitness trainers. And I had a one-on-one trainer and he was amazing. I don't remember his name, um, but he had me doing things that I never thought in a million years I'd be able to do. You know, I went from being the girl who would use the elliptical and attend spin classes in the morning and do some of the machines to being that girl who was literally doing bicep curls while standing on a balance board, okay? And I could do that. I did 
In fact, he had me doing everything on a balance board, squats, um, tricep, bicep, like everything. I had impeccable balance during those years. Um, But again, it was a little extreme at those times because I was in the modeling scene and it's a little unhealthy. Although I was healthy in other ways, I think I took the working out to the extreme. Um, really because I wanted to eat what I wanted to eat. Uh, so I would make up for it by working out six days a week for about an hour and 20 to an hour and 30 minutes a day. Like I would literally spend 45 minutes of that workout on cardio and then the rest of the time on weights and like 20 minutes just doing abs. So that was when my journey with fitness began. And then in 2012, when I hit rock bottom and found myself in the depth of my addiction, I was, you know, working in the nightlife scene, partying a lot, pretty much every night. Um, I also worked a lot of nights and um, I realized my, my, I'd let my health slide. Uh, I didn't know I was an addict at a time, but I knew I was unhealthy. I knew that I had some unhealthy habits. And so I decided that instead of going out five days a week, I would swap out a couple of those nights for the gym and some hot yoga. So 2012 is when I got into hot yoga. I would go Tuesdays and Thursdays, literally like clockwork. As soon as I finished work at 5 p.m., I'd go into the gym in my apartment building, work out for an hour, then from there go to a hot yoga class, zen out, decompress, cry in savasana because that's what I did. Um, Because at the time, again, I was at rock bottom. Working out and hot yoga became my space to heal during those years. It was really a, a, a form of healing that I wasn't giving myself in other ways. You know, I didn't know how to heal. I didn't know that I had trauma at this point in time. I didn't know what I needed. All I knew is like working out is helping me again, blow off some steam and feel some emotions that I I think I've been repressing. So I think I'm going to keep doing this. And it's also keeping me out of the clubs and the after parties. Um, So let me keep doing this. And that's what I did at that time. And I also started taking charge of what I was eating once again to ensure that I was taking care of my physical well-being on all fronts. Now, at that point in time, 2012, that's when I really developed a consistent relationship with fitness. It became something that I loved doing. And I realized that this, you know, it eventually had become a replacement for my antidepressants, my anti-anxiety pills, um, and my addiction. It became my way of navigating through the thoughts in my head because again, it cleared up space. It cleared up mental space for me to actually think about things, for me to actually feel my feelings. It helped me blow off steam and energy that had been repressing, um, you know, emotions like anger and sadness. I could take that and transmute it in my workouts. And I loved that feeling. I loved it. I loved the endorphin rush that came afterwards. I loved seeing the results on my physical body. I think there's nothing more rewarding than actually seeing the results on the physical body. And I don't mean 
just losing weight. I mean, seeing muscle definition and seeing um, the endurance build. And I loved that. And so fitness became a huge component to my my personal expansion to my journey from rock bottom to where I am today. And then we fast forward to 2019 where in August of 2019, where I think, no, August, 2019, let me get this right. August, 2019, I'm a month away from turning 38. And I realized, holy shit, I'm turning 40 in two years. I decided that I wanted to be in the best shape of my fucking life at the age of 40, like six pack, strong muscles, feeling really strong from within, having, you know, incredible endurance and stamina. I just, I wanted that for myself. So I invested in um, an incredible personal trainer who I still work out with to this day. And if you follow my Instagram stories, you'll see him. His name is Jesse Woodard and he's based in Los Angeles and he is just fucking phenomenal and has changed my life in so many ways. Um, Shout out to Jesse. If you're listening, you rock. I'm so grateful for you. But this leg of my fitness journey really became about the leadership piece. So I went into it wanting to look and feel my best by 40. What I didn't know is what that would unlock within me. Because at this point in time, I was fit. You know, I had a good physical body. I was strong. I could lift. I had stamina. I was running on the beach. I mean, I I was fit. But what I wanted was to increase my endurance, to increase my stamina, to challenge myself in ways that I had never, ever challenged myself before. And so we kicked off our training um, journey together, me and Jesse, where I would set up these goals for myself and we would attack these goals within like three, four months. And so the first goal was, I want to flip the fucking tire that's in the pit at our gym. Like I want to flip that fucking tire. You know what tires I'm talking about, right? Those big, huge CrossFit tires. And, you know, they come in all different sizes. Now, unfortunately, I don't know how many pounds this tire was, but we had three different tires in the pit at our gym. One was like small, which is still super fucking heavy, by the way. Uh, The second one is like a medium. And the third one is that gargantuan one that looks like it's from like a tractor that only Conan the Barbarian can lift, right? You get it. You get what I'm saying. So I was like, I want to be able to flip the small tire because at that point in time, I couldn't lift that tire to save my damn life. And so he was like, great, cool. And we started training together and training different muscle groups. And I mean, I don't know, Jesse can talk more to that. Maybe I'll have him on the show one day. Actually, that would be really fun. Um, But he had me training different muscle groups and, and to coordinate my body in ways that I had never done before. And I remember we, at the beginning, we weren't even like lifting the damn tire. He just had me doing all these different movements on the field with um, medicine balls, with weights, uh, with my physical body. And then eventually moved onto the tire and he was like, okay, we're going to flip this tire. And I remember looking at it like, uh, there's no way in hell I'm going to flip this. And he's like, come on, Ruby, you got to believe in yourself. You can do this. And I looked at the tire and I was like, I'm going to make this tire my bitch. I can flip this fucking tire. And so I went down, squat down 
to flip the tire and I start going and I could hear in my mind like, oh my God, oh my God. And that was the moment where normally I would say, this is going to, this is too heavy. It's not going to work. And instead I chose to tell myself, I can fucking do this. I've been training for this. This tire is my fucking bitch. And I flipped the tire. It was a very exciting day. We got it all on camera and I did post it on Instagram. Um, But it was really exciting for me because this is something that I never saw myself doing. I never saw myself being one of those, you know, incredible CrossFit people who can flip fucking tires in the field of their gyms. Like I never saw myself as that. And here I was flipping the tire. Now, a few months later, we start training for the next goal. And that goal was like, I want to do pull-ups because I couldn't for the life of me pull myself up, not even a fucking inch. Like I would hold onto the bar and hang and he would say, okay, pull yourself up. And I'd be like, I am pulling. That's literally how weak my upper body strength was. So we started working on that. And I remember midway through all of that, we're in the field and he's like, hey, we haven't flipped a tire in a while. Let's flip a tire. And I was like, cool. And it was the end of my workout. I'm like, I'm super tired. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. And he was like, Ruby, come on, believe in yourself. You can do this. You've done this tens of times, tens of times before, like you can do this. And I looked at the tire and I was like, yeah, remember this tire is my bitch. I can do this. So I squat down. This is the end of my workout. I'm super exhausted. I squat down. I lift the tire. I flip the fucking tire. And he high fives me and he's like, Ruby, that was the medium tire. And I stood there in a state of shock for probably like 10 seconds. Like, whoa, wait, what? I flipped the medium tire? And yeah, I did. And had he told me it was the medium tire at the beginning, I might have not been able to flip it. And this is the power of our minds, right? This is the power of our minds. And this is where um, the strong body, strong mind, strong mind, strong body comes into place. And this is something that I always tell myself. I use this hashtag a lot on social media too. The stronger the mind, the stronger the body. The stronger the body, the stronger the mind. They work hand in hand in any order. So the stronger your mindset, the stronger your body becomes. If you're trying to flip a tire and you're telling yourself in that moment, I'm not going to be able to flip this, flip this tire. This tire is too damn heavy. I can't do this. You will for sure not fucking be able to flip that tire. However, if you look at the tire, you say, I'm going to make this tire my bitch. I'm going to flip this tire. And you've been training to do this. You're not just coming off the street, never having flipped a tire, breaking your back. Not that. But you're, you know, you've done everything to get yourself to that state. And now you're telling yourself you're going to be able to do this. You will do it. This is the power of the mind. And then vice versa, the stronger the body, the stronger the mind. So the more I started to see these results in myself physically, whether it's through my physical body and getting more cut or getting more defined or getting more ripped, or it was through my stamina, my speed, my endurance, my ability to run further, faster, for longer, it didn't matter. I just knew if I could do this, then I can do anything. So the stronger the body, the stronger the mind. And this is what I've learned through my fitness journey. And, and this is why it's impacted my, my leadership in such a positive way. I think that, I believe that well-being is a way of life, right? It's a choice 
we either choose to be well or we choose to be unwell. And the choice to be unwell is an unconscious one. And I say this with compassion and love because I too have been someone who has battled a lot of physical ailments, who has battled a lot of health conditions, who has battled things like fibromyalgia, which people suffer from and with for their entire lives. Yet here I am without any symptoms. You know, I had rheumatoid arthritis, yet here I am without any symptoms. There are so many things that I've been able to heal within my body because I've decided that I can heal it. Again, strong mind, strong body, strong body, strong mind. And this is why I believe that our, our physical vessels, our physical well-being, uh, fitness, plays such an important role in our ability to lead. Now, you can be more devoted to your excuses, right? Or you can be devoted to your well-being. Yet most people are more devoted to their excuses than they are their well-being. I mean, look at what's happening during COVID. This is a time when you really ought to be taking care of your well-being times 10, right? We, there's a virus in the air. We understand that the stronger the immune system, the stronger ability to bite this virus, just like any other virus. So why not use this time to strengthen your immune system? And yes, working out and taking care of your physical health We'll do that and rant. Now, back to what I was talking about. <laughs> I just had to slide that in just in case someone needed to hear that. Um, you know, fitness is, is amazing because it's all about getting in the reps, right? You hear about reps in fitness. Um, we do sets, we do reps. Repetition is huge in fitness and repetition is the key to building new muscles, right? You don't build a six pack overnight. You don't gain muscles by doing, you don't gain biceps by doing one set of bicep curls. No, it's the reps. It's doing it over and over and over again. So repetition is the key to building new muscle memory, to building new muscle, to building strong habits, right? The more you do something, the more it becomes a habit. Getting in the reps is also the key to creating and building new neural pathways, so retraining your mind to believe, to think differently. And this is why it, it plays such an impact in your role as a leader. So for me, leadership really comes down to who you be. You've probably heard me say this before. It's all about who you're being. It's not about what you're saying, preaching, doing, pretending to be, saying you're doing whatever it is. It's not about any of that shit. It's about who you're being. It's about who you be. And who you be really comes down to four things. It comes down to your mental well-being, your emotional well-being, your physical well-being, and your spiritual well-being. And the thing that encompasses and supports all of these things is fitness. So fitness supports your mental well-being by training you to create these new neural pathways because you're showing yourself in the moment through muscle memory, through repetition, what you're actually capable of. Dissolving prior stories and beliefs about what you're capable of and in exchange creating new ones. Fitness supports your emotional well-being 
by releasing those amazing things called endorphins that help you feel really fucking good, right? This is our natural happy pill. And when you the more you work out, the more you release this. And it also helps you um, release stress at the same time right? It can, you can channel your anger and frustration in fitness as well. So if you're feeling a lot of anger, a lot of frustration, um, a lot of nervous energy, a lot of anxious energy, you can channel that into your workout and transmute it into something different, transmute it into strength. And it's amazing because you see that, you feel it, you experience it right then and there. Um, fitness also supports your physical well-being. Obviously, we know how. I mean, it helps you build strong body, strong muscles, shed fat, feel good, feel light, um, feel fast, right? And I truly believe that fitness supports your spiritual well-being because it 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 almost like creates space in your mind to to just be to just be present it's like all those thoughts that are cluttering your mind during the day in a workout they just disappear and you can't help but be fully present and the only way that we can connect to our high self or to spirit or to god whatever you believe to source is by being present and so that's how I, I, I see fitness supporting our spiritual well-being. So for me, fitness isn't just about fitness. It's not about losing weight. It's not about build, building muscle. It's not about building endurance. I mean, it's about all of those things put together, but really it's a devotion to the physical body. We are, I believe that we are spirits living in a physical body. And I also believe that we cannot bypass the physical body right? So if, if you are someone who believes that you are ascending into the five, fifth dimension, but you're not doing anything to ensure that your body can take you into that dimension, if you're not taking care of yourself physically um, through your nourishment, through your movement, then you're going to be capped exactly where you're fucking at, right? We cannot stretch ourselves beyond our physical capacity. That's impossible. So what do we do? We need to build that memory within our muscles. We need to build that resilience in our bodies. We need to nourish ourselves well. And that in turn is going to improve your leadership because it's going to help you, um, you know, focus on who you're being versus the image that you're creating. So if there's anything that you take away from this episode, I want you to take this away. The stronger the mind, the stronger the body. The stronger the body, the stronger the mind. I encourage you as a leader, I encourage you to devote yourself to your mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual well-being. And one way to do that is through your own physical journey. Your, or your own fitness journey, whatever that looks like, whatever you want it to look like. It doesn't have to look like mine, right? I love mine. It's pretty fucking awesome. It can, it can look like mine if you want it to. If, and if you're in LA, you can hit up my trainer <laughs> for some sessions, but it doesn't have to look like mine. It has to 
you know, fitness needs to be something that you enjoy doing. That's how we devote ourselves to it. It needs to be something that makes you feel good ultimately, right? It needs to be a way for you to connect with your body, a way for you to be present, a way for you to ground yourself, a way for you to activate what needs to be activated within yourself, a way for you to tap into your potency and then share that with the fucking world. I mean, fitness is a gateway for all of those things. I truly, truly believe it. Um, so yeah, if there's anything that you take away, take that away. Strong body, strong mind, strong mind, strong body. Now, I would love to hear about your fitness journeys and how you think they've impacted your role as a leader. And if you are someone who has yet to really embark on one, you can hit me up and let me know what's really getting in your way, right? Let's talk about that shit. Let's unpack that shit. Let's get you on your own fitness journey so you can unlock new levels of your leadership. So hit me up via text message. Um, remember to include this episode number, episode 189, 189. Um, text me 1781-336-0160. That number is also in the show notes. Text me and let me know how fitness has impacted your leadership. And if you're not on your fitness journey, what's really holding you back? Let's jam about that. Um, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Today's Thought Leader, where I'm challenging you to activate the leader within. Yeah, activate through activating your body. Just thought I'd slide that in. So um, be sure to download a few episodes and drop a rating and review on iTunes. And if you like this episode, please share it with a friend. I would love your support in getting this podcast to more eyes and ears. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And finally, let's connect on social media. My handle is at I am Ruby and the places that I love the most in terms of where you can actually get a hold of me via DMs are Twitter and Instagram. So hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at I am Ruby. And then finally, make sure you check back on Monday for a brand new episode of today's thought leader. Thank you leaders. Catch you next time.